Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. It's all good. It's all good. I'm back live on Facebook. I don't know what that was. Y'all could hear me and see me, but it wasn't giving me access to the video. It was not giving me access to the video. Y'all probably y'all forgive me for that Instagram. I am back live now. It was not allowing me access to the video at all. Like at all, it wasn't. So we're back on. It wasn't giving me any access to the video. My God, I'm going to teach this message anyway. I promise you I'm going to teach this message anyway. I know it was Satan, Yara, because I had no access to this video. I'm going to teach this lesson anyway. I know that was the enemy. I had no access to this video. None whatsoever. Thank you for being patient with me, Instagram. I'm so, so sorry. Had no access. So let me go. Y'all going to just drop this video and share it everywhere. And let me get in this word. I had no access. I couldn't see it. I couldn't access it. You could hear me, but I had no rights and no access to it. So let me go on and share this word today. Um, if you're just logging on, this is part two of the video. Go get the prayer in the other video because God's going to get the glory out of this. God's going to get the glory out of this teaching. Today, we're talking about uh, the breaking point. Um, and I was live at first, and then it totally froze me out of the video. So we're back in the video, and I'm just going to persevere. I don't I don't know why Satan even tries me with this. Like, I don't even know why he even thinks that will work with me. I went to my car and did the video before. I've gone to my car and did the video before. So it, it's all good. Let's get back in the word today. We're talking about the breaking point, And we've been on this series, Cycles. And I was explaining to you in the last video that he comes for you at your breaking point. He looks for the place in which he's become familiar with you because he knows at the place that he's become familiar with you that you'll give up. He knows that. He knows that that's at the place that you'll give up. He knows what subjects, what topics are sensitive to you. He knows where you've studied enough word. He knows where you have the word in you. And I told you last night when we were at leadership meeting with my apostle, he said something so significant. He said he's looking for the places in your heart in which you don't understand your righteousness, in which you don't understand your word, or which you don't have enough word so that he can present his case before God. He can present his case before God so he can say what he needs to say about you, so he can do what he needs to do, so he can talk to God about you. Because see, most of us don't understand the courts of heaven, and God is a God of justice. And so he tries to put something in. Thank you for that, Shonda. He tries to put something in position so that you will get to your breaking point. He's looking for you to break. He's looking for you to not remain Faithful. He's looking for you to use excuses or make a decision to not press forward. And I told you, it's not always about just sin. It's about your level of faith and where you will stay committed. It's about your level of faith and where you will stay committed. And so I just share a few things with you this morning. And I'm going to use a little bit of a personal story to kind of help you do this. And so June 30th of 2000 and we are 19, 17, I walked into ministry, into business on my own. And when I made the decision to walk into ministry, into business 
not on my own, at the prompting, the hearing, the leading of God. I heard God. I know what God told me to do. I know I had been teaching. I was in the best place financially. Uh, my credit score was really high. I had worked to clear all this debt off my name. And I was hearing God. And I kept feeling the push and pull for God to go out into business, to go out into ministry, to go on my own. Um, I had been teaching 12 years. And as I'm making this decision, and I've been before. Let me preface this. That's why I'm telling you, you need to get the book. I've been in this position before. I've been here, right here before, where the Lord has led me to this thing. As a matter of fact, I've been in this position twice where the Lord had brought this up again about me walking out, me walking into ministry, me pursuing the things of God, me um, moving into business, into consulting for myself. So you need to understand that I've been here before. I've been here before. I've been here before. So if I've been here before, we know without a doubt that God, the Satan has studied my patterns and my movements in this thing. I've been in the same exact position before. I've been in the same place before, making a decision to honor God, um, to move um, towards the things of God and what God was saying. And, and so I make the decision, um, and I'm going to be honest with you, there were some things that I didn't handle correctly, uh, not talking about being um, not integrity, but just some, God, some places God asked me to trust him. He was like, I need you to trust me with this. I need you to trust me with that. And there were some places that I just not necessarily didn't trust him in. And so um, we st I started moving in this track, mind you, I'm widowed, mind you, when my husband died, I lost income, right? So when my husband died, I lost income, I was down income. And because he didn't have a lot of work credits, um, we didn't have a whole lot of social security, we paid cash for his funeral, there was no check, uh, we had to write a cash check for his funeral. Um, there was no social security for me. There was just a little bit of social security for the boys. I'm just trying to paint the scenario for you. At this time that I leave, my truck is having engine issues. Like it's just, I'm just trying to say, set, set, set the scenario so I can show you how the enemy will come for your breaking point. He's wanting to get you to the point of breaking. He's, he's wanting to. And so, not to mention I'm dealing with grief and all this other stuff, but at the same time, the same capacity, the Lord is requiring me and asking me to uh, trust him. He's asking me to be in faith because we know without a doubt, without faith, it's impossible to please God. He's asking me for the impossible. Remember now, mind you also that I am a single mother. I have five sons. Uh, my oldest son's, uh, my 17-year-old my is transitioning into college when I'm doing this. He's in college. My other little boys are in a private school situation, which I know God told us to be in this private school. I'm just painting a picture. Hold on with me. And so I'm in this situation. And God is saying, I need you to trust me. I need you to trust me with your heart. I need you to trust me with your finances. I need you to trust me um, in this thing. Um, I've lived also in the same home, which was air property. It was my husband's pair property. And God is also challenging me to move at the same time. I just got to give you this this morning. I think this is going to bless somebody. So God is also asking me to move at the same time. He's telling me to move. And I know I'm hearing him. It's not me guessing. It's not me making 
making something up. I know that I'm hearing him. And so he's teaching me to live this supernatural faith. But Satan also knows my breaking points. <laughs> he knows my breaking points. He knows that my children are a sensitive place. He knows that as a single mom, I can't, I don't think that I, I'm just going to tell you about my emotions. I don't think that I'm in a position to be financially okay. So God is essential saying, put your life in my hands, right? That's why I told you, cycles are not necessarily just about sin. A lot of times cycle has to do with your faith, standing in faith and believing God for finances, for healing, for a spouse, for your children, for ministry. And so I'm going to be honest with you, standing in faith isn't for the faint, faint at heart. Standing in faith isn't for the faint at heart. It's not for the faint at heart. And so God knows without a doubt that receiving supernatural breakthroughs are, is going to test to put on the spiritual armor. It's why I keep telling you, you got to be girded with truth in your word. You got to know what the word says. You got to be sure of the prophecies. You got to be sure of what God said you. James tells us a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Anytime instability hits the scene, it's going to shake the foundation of you, who you are. It's going to make you question your righteousness. It's going to make you question, my God, this, thank you, Lord. It's going to make you question who you are, and what's going on. It'll make you trust, question trusting God. It just does all of that. It just does absolutely all of that. And so they, the, the thing becomes, you have to understand how to use his authority without abandoning his authority. You got to learn how to persevere. You got to learn how to um, walk in victory. So I'm giving you just that little backstory because everybody doesn't know my, my, my backstory. You know, everybody doesn't know my backstory. And so it's it's uh circumstations and it's more than you just it's more than you just until you've walked this out until you've left everything behind until you've left your job until you've decided to pursue god until you've made god your first priority it's it's easy to be like oh i'm in faith or you know or whatever and you still get a paycheck you know what i'm saying and i'm not saying your paycheck may be enough for your current situation but your paycheck paycheck may not be enough for your current situation because you could be possibly living outside your means or you ain't got no biblical wisdom for your finances. It could be something self-inflicted. But I'm talking about it. And even in that, even in that, choosing to faith for God getting you out the circumstance, God getting you out the situation, God uh, blessing your mistakes and making them to prosper. So there's a battle at war and the enemy is looking for your breaking point. Your breaking point is where you're going to cycle back and do the same things that you've been doing. That's where your breaking point is. It's where you're going to cycle back and do the same thing. He knows at the point in which you're going to break. He knows at the point in which you're going to break. He knows at the point in which you're going to give it up. He knows that he's been studying you because he's seen you do this same thing again and again. He knows where you're going to get mad at your job and quit your job and leave your job. He knows where you're going to live outside your means. He knows where your kids are going to appeal to your emotions. Um, he knows all this. He been, he's been so strategic in studying you. Well, he's, he's been so strategic in studying you. He's watching. So I'm telling you, I'm just going through this process. I'm just in this process. And it's not easy. Um, at the same time, I'm having some physical health challenges. Um, I'm having some mental battles. 
Um, I'm, I've lost friends. Um, it's just people are alienating, isolating. All this stuff is going on at the same time. So it gets to a position that you, at your, I'm a woman in full-time ministry with no husband. It's just so many factors in there. So he's looking for your breaking point. But the thing that you have to remember is that through Jesus, the battle is already won. And that's what Jesus was telling the man. When we get back to the man at Bethesda, that's why Jesus came back and said to him, now you've already been healed, right? So go and sin or it's going to come back on you the worst way. And I'm telling you now, you've already been healed. Jesus has already given you your righteousness. God has already given you the battle plan. So you can't afford to go back that same way. You can't afford to go back and keep doing things the way you've been doing things because those things are not gonna work. They haven't worked before. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And so and so in this situation, we gotta know. But I, I need to share a few points with you today and how, how do I get past my breaking point? He already knows what your breaking point is. He already knows what your breaking point is. He already knows where the pressure will apply, where you'll lie, where you'll become reliant. And what God was doing, come on, Holy Spirit, what God was doing for me in this season was he was trying to teach me to be dependent upon him. He would not allow me to ask anybody for anything. Uh, he he would he just said if I need somebody to get something to you they will bring it. <laughs> he would not allow me. Um, I could not go to my mother them. I still I still he still and it's very rare that he allows me to tell somebody I'm in need of something. He just wouldn't allow. He wanted me to teach. He was teaching me utter dependence upon him. He was teaching me how to center myself on him because he knows people will get fickled. Right, my. I taught a little bit while back. You are not contingent upon your salary. Like God is bigger than your salary. You're not limited to your salary. God can go beyond your salary. But if all you the level of provision that you receive is going to be at your salary. It's going to be at, it's going to be at your salary, right? And so Satan is looking for your breaking point in which he knows. He knows how you're going to act if your light's about to cut off. He knows what you're going to act like when you ain't got no food in your refrigerator. He knows what you're going to act like if you ain't got no gas in your car. He knows what you're going to act like if your kids stand in need of nothing. And what usually happens at the breaking point, at the point in which we're about to break, you got to make, come on, Holy Spirit, you got to make a decision to do one or two things. You got to make a decision to trust what the word says, or you got to make a, and go with what the word says, or you got to make a decision to revert back. Now, you know, if you revert back, my God, you know, if you go get backwards, you're going to get the same exact result. You're going to get the same exact results. I don't care if it's a broken relationship. And you know, some of y'all been warned for the fear of relationships that were never meant for you anyway. That's a whole nother lesson, but you can't do it. So here's some things you can't afford to do. And then we got to get out of here. You cannot afford to be a skeptic. You cannot afford to be a skeptic. You cannot, you cannot. It's not going to help you. In this season, even now, I'm just telling you, I cannot afford to be a skeptic. I'm totally dependent upon God. So let me tell you where what would happen at my breaking point. I am, I am well degreed. Uh, my resume is wealthy. Uh, my LinkedIn 
is big. I've done so many things, written grants, I taught for 12 years. I ran my own nonprofit. So my well, my resume is well south. And at my breaking point, every time the pressure came on, I would be like, I just need to go get a job. Like I would be, I just need to go get a job. I just need to go ahead and get a job. Like, I just need to go ahead and apply for a job. Well, the Lord isn't schizophrenic. He had already told me, walk into this entrepreneur thing full time. Walk into this ministry full time. It's going to be a blessing. And so I had to learn how to stand still. And I'm just going to be honest for you. It hasn't been easy. I got babies in there. <laughs> I got babies in there. I got babies in there. And I'm the only parent, right? So I got babies in there with real needs. <laughs> I got babies in there with real situations. And where if it was just me, I probably would be different. But I got babies in there, you know? And I'm, and, and I'm watching this thing and I'm moving. And so he knows your breaking point. And, but I've learned all things work for your good, that they've been learning faith as well in this situation. So you've got to know what your breaking point is. That's my, that's, that's the first thing you need to understand. What is my breaking point? Where is the point where I stop trusting God? Come on, Holy Spirit. He building that thing. Where is the point that I stop trusting God? Where is the point where I try to revert back to myself? Where is the point where I abandon kingdom principles, right? Where I stop tithing, where I stop seed sowing, where I stop giving, where I get a bad attitude, where I start worrying, where I start stressing. You got to begin to recognize where your breaking point is because Satan already knows where your breaking point is. He's coming for you and he's going to apply pressure in that area. And so that's the thing that's going to help you when you go back and realize where have I cycled back again and again in this particular situation, in the relationship where I've compromised myself and um, the situation where my finances were. So every time the pressure would come on in my life, right? At that point, I'd be like, okay, I just need to get a job. Or I just need to figure out how to create some revenue instead of me sitting still and pausing and praying and asking God, what do I do next? <laughs> what do I do next? See, he, what, you reach for, what you reach for first is really what your resource is. What you reach for first is really what your resource is. So if you reach for the word first, that's your reach resource. If you reach for friends first, that's your resource. If you reach for somebody you know can throw you some change, and I'm just using money, that's your resource. If you're in a bad situation and you got vices and you reach for your vices, that's your resource. Whatever you reach for first is your resource, and it eliminates God from being the source. And what it says is that you have some skepticism about whether or not the word works. And, and you have some skepticism about whether or not the word works. Mark eleven twenty four says, therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Well, if you're believing that you receive it, my God, if you believe that you receive it, then it should manifest and be yours. But if you get in a position before it comes to pass and you, you, you break or you become double-minded, 
um, then you're not going to receive. And that's what the scripture says. It says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways and receives absolutely nothing from God. Absolutely nothing from God. You're not going to receive absolutely nothing. This man stayed in late wait for 38 years. We'll be in a situation for so many years because we're so double-minded. So you can't afford to talk about um, the problem or the absence of the solution. You've got to put yourself in place if you're going to break these cycles to result or to result, put yourself in a position to result on the word of God, to stay steadfast on the word of God, to not be moved by the circumstances and situations, but you got to be able to identify your breaking points. You got to be able to identify where you would break. And I'm just telling you, my place of breaking has always been with my babies. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's, it's always been with my babies, but I had to learn to, to get the word and apply the word to the situation, not talk the problem or solution. Um, can I tell you something? And we're going to get into that tomorrow. We got to get out of here. Jesus turned the tables on the situation. Remember I read to you where Satan was trying to tempt him? Tempt him? And I'm going to show you something very powerful this week. Jesus turned the tables on the situation by using the word of God. The only way you're going to turn the tables on your situation is by using the word of God. But you've got to be able to identify what's your breaking point. Where is the point in which I break? Where is the point in which I revert back to my natural neighbor nature? Where is the point that I don't trust the word of God? Where is the point in which um, I start relying on myself or I start looking for other people to take care of me. It is not the job and responsibility for people to take care of me. And even though people may tithe and sow and, or people may hire me, they are still not my source. And I'm going to tell you, I've learned that. Like I've learned that it's not on the people connected to you because people get fickle. People get fickle. People give, people might not give. People uh, will become a blessing to you and not become a blessing to you. People waver. And when people waver, you can't be reliant. If you're in a situation where you've taken a new job, that job is just a conduit or a resource. God is the one that provides for you. So you don't ever let that job take precedent over God. You don't ever let that job take precedent on, over God. You don't ever let that job get in the way between you and your relationship with God because the job could fire you or release you or sales could go down or people could take their business somewhere else. God wants us completely and totally dependent upon him, praying the word, believing the word. Now, I need to share this last thing. Your breaking point, <laughs> and we're going to get off here. Your breaking point is the place in which Satan starts to whisper to you. Your breaking point is the place in which Satan starts to whisper to you. He starts whispering in your ear, it ain't working. He starts telling you, God has forgotten about you. He starts whispering you. And that's why you got to have the word in you so you can counteract what you're saying. When he was whispering to Jesus in the wilderness, he was trying to present a situation for him because he knew he was hungry. He knew he was tired. Your breaking point is a place in which he will start whispering. You're never going to get what you want. Um, the ministry, God didn't call you into this ministry. Your ministry is going to fail. You're not being a good mother to your kids. Like he'll just start saying all kinds of stuff. 
It's the breaking point is at the place in which Satan will begin to whisper to you. He'll begin to whisper to you. And he's whispering to you because he's coming for what's inside of you. He's trying to see the places in your heart that do not line up with the word of God so that he can present his case before God. But the beauty in this is that the righteousness of God, Jesus already took authority over the situation. And if you'll just start speaking the word, and I know, can I tell you something? I know when it's like that. I feel weak. Can I be honest? Can I be just real transparent this morning? When I'm at that place, I start having a weakness in my voice. Uh, my mind is trying to wander or worry to the situation. And I'm having to catch myself and I'm having to breathe and I'm having to remind myself with the word. Even when you don't feel like it, confess the word. Faith comes by hearing. Put the word in your ear so that you can overcome the situation because Satan is going to start whispering to you so that you won't stay steadfast and you won't stay faithful. And so that you'll give up on the promises of God. You've got you've got to understand to identify this and put the word in position and begin to stand on the word because he's looking for your breaking points. I'm telling you, Dree, he looks for the, the place he's going to start speaking to you and he'll counteract and he's waiting to see if you'll deviate from the plan of God because he knows when you deviate from the plan of God, that's why he likes to catch us in sin. I, I want to do a whole teaching on sin and the weightiness of sin. That's why he likes to catch us in sin. He knows at the point he's trying to see if you deviate and then when he deviate, once you're outside of God's hedge of protection, He'll make the case before God and say, she ain't, she ain't tithing, she ain't sowing seed, she ain't going to church, she ain't connected to the things that you told her to connect to, she's resolved on other things, she ain't doing the things that you asked for her to, but can anybody say grace and mercy? And I'm so glad for grace and mercy, but he'll present his case and then the pressure is on. Then your tires will blow up, uh, an emergency will come up. All these different things will happen to be in place to keep you from being in faith. And once you get out of faith a little bit, he applies more pressure so you can be out of faith even more. He applies more pressure so you can be out of faith even more. So the answer for this is the word. That's why I'm telling you, if you're in a situation, if you call me and ask me to pray, I'm going to ask you what scripture are we standing on? Because we need to be able to pray the word. The only way you're going to silence Satan from talking in your ear, the only way you're going to silence him is that you resist the devil and he'll flee. The only way he flees is through the word of God. He is not going to flee because you're begging. He's not going to flee because you cute. He's not going to flee because you, He's, that's not what's going to flee. He doesn't understand your tongues anyway. He's only going to flee when you present that you are strong and you know and you understand the word of God. And even when he's talking to God about your mistakes, that you hold your hand up and say, my God, but I am the righteousness. God, I am your child and I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He's only going to flee when you assert yourself. That's the only time he's going to flee. He's only going to flee when you assert yourself in the word, when you make a decision to put the word first. When you make a decision to not revert back to your old ways, when you make a decision to honor him. Well, that's it. We are out of time. We way over time. Thank y'all for y'all faithfulness. Thank y'all for letting me. Uh, if you're logged in, the video is in two parts. 
Um, and I'm not gonna take the other part off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop the video in two parts because I know the worship and praise was important for those of you who go back. And I know the next part of what happened was significant and important. So I'm gonna leave it in two parts. I'm gonna leave it in two parts. You gotta get this word of God in you. You gotta press and get this word of God in you. You gotta know, be determined no matter what, the word is working for me, in me and on my behalf and you cannot be lazy with it. And even at the places that you're feeling weak, I've been there, I get it. I, I still, it's, it's amazing, it's amazing. Even at the places that you're weak, you gotta make sure you're standing strong and holding steadfast. Let's do our confession. This says, I decree from this moment forward that I see myself the way God sees me. I'm highly favored of the Lord. I'm crowned with glory and honor. I'm the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. I'm reigning as a king in life through the one man, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Now in Jesus name, I declare by faith that I walk in divine favor. I have preferential treatment and supernatural increase. I'm restored. I have petitions granted, laws, policies, and rules changed, and battles won, which I do not have to fight. Why? All because of favor. The blessing and favor of God is on my life. In Jesus' name, every morning when I arise, I will speak and expect divine favor to go before me. Let it surround me as a shield with goodwill and pleasures forevermore. The doors are now open for me that men have said are not possible to open. No obstacle can stop me and no hindrance can delay me in Jesus' name. I'm honored by my Father as I receive genuine favor that comes directly from God. I'm special to him. I'm the object of his affection. I'm the apple of his eye. And I'm blessed and highly favored in the Lord. Well, that's it for today. I love y'all. Y'all can log on to the website, get connected, LakeishaMJohnson.com. You can sow a seed over there. We are a 501c3 ministry working in the kingdom of God to get the gospel absolutely everywhere. We have partnerships and all that. So consider sowing a seed today. We love y'all so 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 much we are praying and standing in the gap for you guys we'll be back here in the morning we're going to work through this process a little bit more because i want to help you turn the tables on the enemy i want to help you turn the tables on the enemy i'm tired of him winning in your life i'm tired of him winning in, in my life we got to turn up the pressure we got to turn up the pressure so that he doesn't get victory i see y'all back here in the morning we break in cycles we break in cycles, and it's not just about sin. We break in cycles today. We're about to change our lives and the lives of everybody. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.